Hello, Swifty Dialogue listeners. This is Rob here coming at you with another Swifty Quickie. So the subject of today's quickie is one that's a little more personal to me. Uh, One, because I used to work at a guitar center, but also I used to live with a roommate who's female and she also worked at a guitar center. And she told me that she hated selling guitar pedals and I didn't really understand why. And then she explained that so many of them have just ridiculously sexualized names and it made her very uncomfortable working the sales desk with all these guys coming up to her and having her uh, not only talk about these pedals, but repeat the names over and over and over. So I wanted to give you a top 10 list of the needlessly over-sexualized guitar pedals that exist. So I went through a bunch of catalogs, online, things like that, and I found surprisingly very quickly a large selection of pedals with very sexual names and innuendos and such. Uh, So I decided to limit it to one per brand, Um, but here we go. Number 10, we're going to start with J Rocket Touch Overdrive. Now, the name of this touch is not particularly that egregious, but if you look at the artwork on the cover of this enclosure, it's pretty much a naked woman's backside and kind of a tattoo aesthetic. So uh, definitely a little bit of kind of uncomfortable cringe vibes coming from this pedal. Um, And this one costs $119 if you are interested in getting one. Coming in at number nine, I almost didn't include this one on the list because it's so subtle, but this is the JHS Morning Glory. Now, the reason I did happen to choose to include it, and I also um, ranked it higher than the last one, was because this one's particularly marketed as the discrete overdrive, and I just... I think they ruin all deniability of it having a sexual overtone, marketing it as a discreet overdrive with the morning glory name. I know that's a uh, plant or whatever, but come on. I mean, what 14-year-old hasn't known what a morning glory is? And who else are they marketing this towards? Anyway, this runs at $199 retail. So the next one on the list, um, surprisingly, is not a distortion pedal, or at least not uh, called one or an overdrive and all that, but this is the Voodoo Lab Giggity Analog Mastering Preamp Pedal. Now, you know, there's no artwork to speak of. It's just giggity in all block letters. But going off of my kind of concept for this is how cringeworthy would it be for a female retail associate to say this word out loud to a customer? And this definitely ranks at an 8 out of 10. Also coming in at $199. A lot of money for a very lame sexual joke or maybe Family Guy reference, which in it of itself is a sexual joke. Coming in at number seven, we're going to go with Durham Electronics Sex Drive Boost Pedal. Uh, So again, this is pretty much just the name on the pedal enclosure. There's no additional artwork, but still pretty cringy. Um, I get the pun, sex drive, overdrive. It's a boost pedal. You know, it'll boost your sex drive or whatever, get girls and all that, but definitely pretty cringy uh, way to spend $189. 
the next one we're going to go with is the MXR EG74 Raw Dog Overdrive Pedal. Now, if you look at the artwork, they have a little bit of deniability with this being sexual because they feature a kind of anthropomorphic dog wearing a baseball cap, but Raw Dog come on that there's there's no other explanation for that people don't have dogs that they pet that are raw they, they never describe their dogs as raw oh i have this dog over here and it's raw uh it's very clearly a sexual innuendo and surprisingly this is also an eric gale's signature pedal so i'm not sure who that is i'm not really up to date with that artist or designer or whoever that might be but um, shame on you, you know? Come on. Shame. Shame. Uh, the next one on our list is going to be an old classic. Um, some people might hate me for this, but I, it's got to be said. This is probably the one that uh, my old roommate really was referencing in the first place, but the Electroharmonics Big Muff Pie Fuzz Pedal. Now, they try to have some deniability with their artwork with the pie not being spelled out, but being represented by the mathematical symbol pie, but big muff pie, and it's a fuzz pedal. I mean, this came out in the 60s, 70s era, and like, come on, the association there, muff pie, and it's big. It's just gross and it's cringy and... I can't believe that this is the kind of like, oh, classic Jimi Hendrix sound kind of thing that everyone wants when it's just so cringy to say out loud. Anyway, one of these will run you about $100. There are probably uh, more expensive ones available on the market. There's also, it looks like a lot of um, smaller versions and bigger versions. I don't know, but um, the one I'm looking at, $100, so. The next one on our list in our number four spot is another one that I'm not really familiar with. Um, I haven't heard of this company before, ZVEX. I think that's how you're supposed to say it. The Z and the V are both capitalized. So I would assume that's uh, meant to be said in, uh, separately, not ZVEX, but um, I'm just gonna go with ZVEX. Uh, this is the Vexter series super hard on. I'm not even sure what they're trying to uh, imply with that um it looks like based on the artwork on the enclosure this has something to do with a gorilla as a gorilla is holding a guitar upside down and the guitar cable is spelling out the name super hard on all in cursive maybe to disguise the name of the pedal uh, make it seem a little less uh sexualized a little less cringy but I can definitely still read it and I would be very embarrassed to order this um, over the phone or in person uh, to any person alive and this will run you $189 although I found this one on reverb so I'm not sure if, uh, they're being sold new anymore but um, yeah ZVEX super hard on <laughs> All right, so in our number three spot, um, this is actually, ironically, also a three-way tie. I just seriously could not choose which pedal by way huge um, electronics fit this spot, so I just decided to talk about three of them. We've got the Camel Toe Triple Overdrive, 
We've got the Supapus analog delay, and we've also got the Swollen Pickle jumbo fuzz. Um, now out of the three of those personally, I think camel toe is the most just on the nose cringe, um, you know, just like gives you that uncomfortable feeling. I could never say this out loud when ordering a product and I would never want this on my pedal board. Um, although I will say that the artwork for, uh, this one is pretty plain and just the text of the title. I kind of feel the same way about Supapus though. I'm not really sure. I mean, maybe it's because uh, it's Supapus, so you could just say it really quickly. Like you could just like Supapus, or I don't know, it's got like maybe an octopus or cat kind of deniability aspect to it. Um, and then Swollen Pickle might be the least offensive of the three, but I still just like, why is it swollen? You know, that's kind of just like, uh, to me. I, I don't really like that. I feel weird saying it. And I really felt weird when a, uh, church leader, uh, for a praise band was showing me his pedal board and he had a swollen pickle on there and he was telling me about it. It just gave me just gross vibes. I don't like it. Um, I don't know if the camel toe is still being made. I found a reverb listing for $399. Um, but on the Jim Dunlop website, you can get a super puss for 249 or a swollen pickle for $129. So a lot of money for this cringy bullshit. All right. Our number two on the list. Um, this is another one that maybe could have been tied, um, but I, I really am leaning more towards one from this brand. It's not even really a brand. It was kind of a novelty thing put out by the band Steel Panther. Uh, they put out um, a Pussy Melter distortion pedal as well as the Butthole Burner pedal. Um, from what I can tell, both of these are distortion pedals. Um, again, that's, I don't know what the connection there is between distortion and sexual connotations, but th whatever the case may be, uh, this band decided to put out two. Um, and I would definitely say Pussy Melter is very much more sexualized. And I would say that that's the more cringy of the two, but the butthole burner is not, uh, not getting a break here either, because not only does it just have the word butthole in the title and you would have to say that to a person, but on top of that, the, uh, the pepper artwork on it is very much dick shaped on purpose. It's very uh, clearly got a dick head at the ends of these peppers. And I would just be embarrassed to have either of these on my board or um, I don't know, have like, if I ever got famous, like have like a gear gods kind of segment where they come in and talk about my board and I have to explain it. Like, I don't know how Steel Panther can do that um, with a straight face. They probably don't have a straight face. I understand that band is kind of more of a parody band, but I mean, the guitar player is not a parody player. He's still a talented guy. So I can't really take his playing that seriously when he invests in making, not just having, but making these just really gross products. Also, um, I haven't really talked about the dial-in um, settings on any of the other ones 
ones, but I do think it's worthwhile talking about the Pussy Melter. The different uh, settings are Dirty, Load, Booty, and Sizzle. So again, just even the controls are gross with this one. Um, and I was not able to find a um, Pussy Melter uh, for sale new, but I did find one for $750 on eBay. Um, the Butthole Burner I could find for new for about 200 It seems like most of these are in the $200 range. I guess that's what you pay for uh, when you want to get a cringy pedal these days. But um, if you really want to blow your money, the $750 Pussy Melter on eBay is there for the taking. Um, anyway, before I get to the number one, I do want to give a shout out to an honorable mention. Um, this is one that I didn't really think quite fit the sexual connotation in the sense that, um, the meaning of the word is not like, it's like literally anti-sexual, but, um, Glenn Fricker's SMG cock blocker dual stage noise gate. So, you know, you say the word cock. So like, obviously that that's like kind of uncomfortable and cringy and all that. But if you take the meaning of cock blocker, it's like the opposite of sex. So I wasn't really sure if I should include this. So I decided to give it honorable mention, but Glenn Fricker is on uh, YouTube if you're not familiar and he's got a, a recording studio and all that. And he put out this um, pedal for noise gate and it can also be found as like a plugin and yeah, I still wouldn't want to say this uh, to anyone. I wouldn't want to um, ask a FEMA employee to order me a cock blocker. Uh, it would it would be very uh, uncomfortable experience for the both of us. So it definitely deserves to be on this list. All right, and now the number one, just most needlessly sexualized pedal I could find. This is the KHDK Electronics My Big Fat Rock Dick Distortion. Let me say that again. Big Fat Rock Dick Distortion. I mean, it's just so blatantly, needlessly vulgar. And why, you know? So I'm gonna uh, also point out that the artwork for that title, Big Fat Rock, um, is in the shape of a penis on the pedal. And it also has some kind of gross um, uh, pedal level settings. I can't quite read all of them in this picture, but one of them I can definitely see is dirty. Another one is smooth. Um, very clearly uh, middle school level humor here. Um, but I think the thing that offends me the most about this, actually there's two things, but one of them is that this is a pedal made by Kirk Hammett from Metallica. Um, for the listeners out there, I love Metallica. Um, Kirk Hammett is a big reason why I chose to play guitar. Um, you might call him one of my uh, earliest inspirations for picking up the instrument. And their music is almost entirely if not 100% entirely not sexual at all. It's not like Steel Panther where they have joke songs about pussies and dicks and stuff like that, but Metallica usually has pretty serious lyrics about war and about, you know, um, books they read. 
I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not really like a lyrics guy. So, you know, fuck me, but whatever. Um, Kirk Hammett is also not the lyricist for the band. He's the lead guitar player. So, um, there's, there's just no connection between Metallica and sexuality to me. I think I even saw one time in a documentary that for like the eighties, when they were coming out, they were considered like kind of ugly and they weren't getting the groupies to the same extent as like Motley Crue or things like that. So it was kind of a weird place for them to be in the scheme of the music industry. Uh, so again, just like very not sexualized music that this uh, person decided to um, create the just most egregiously sexualized pedal for. And the other thing that bothers me about this is they can't even just call it a distortion. It's a dick distortion. Like the implication to me is that it's going to do something to my dick and I don't want that. That's gross. Um, I, I just could never ever imagine myself saying this out loud to a sales rep. Oh my God. Uh, I'm even uncomfortable just talking about this on this podcast. And this was the whole point of (laughs) recording this quickie. Um, but, um, the last thing I really want to point out with this pedal is that Kirk Hammett has probably never used this pedal himself. I can't say the same for steel Panther. I don't really follow them to know what equipment they use, but Kirk Hammett has been in Metallica for like decades and this this pedal just came out a couple years ago. So like he's never, I mean, he's never even really used his own brands of equipment and stuff. You know, they're, they're, uh, do they use Randall? I think I would have to look it up what specifically amps and um, pedals and stuff that he uses. Maybe they're in a fractal now. I think I did read that, but they, they definitely don't use this pedal live. So they put out this just highly sexualized pedal for no reason at all, other than to charge however much it listed for originally. I couldn't find um, a new one for sale, but I did find one on reverb for $300. Um, and then other listings for maybe slightly higher, probably better quality or, or better, you know, like vintage value. I don't know. Maybe they washed it first. Maybe it's a clean, big, fat, hard rock, whatever it's called. Um, but long story short, uh, there are a lot of great pedals out there. I have tons of pedals that have non-sexualized names completely that I don't make sales representatives uncomfortable when I buy them or talk about them. And, uh, yeah, I think the pedal industry should maybe take a step back and be like, why are we doing this? Um, who is this for? And at what point do we want to say, maybe we've had enough. This joke is kind of burnt out. Um, it's just, it's not funny anymore. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. It isn't to me. I think it's gross, but anyway, that'll be the end of this quickie. So thanks for tuning in and tune in again. See what else we come up with. Have a good one. Hey everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Swifty Dialogues was brought to you by your hosts, Rob, Cinda, and myself, Ariel. 
You can support us by subscribing to our podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, or any other major podcast services. Subscribe to a YouTube channel for exclusive content, such as animated shorts. Find us on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at Swifty Dialogues. If you want to learn more about us, visit our website at SwiftyDialogues.com. You can also contact us by filling out the form on our website or emailing us at info at SwiftyDialogues.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next episode.